welcome to another What's Up podcast. This is Becca Martin-Brown, the Features Editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. No, I don't sound like me, but this is full volume. And it was worth it to come in because we get to meet some great people from A Christmas Story, the musical playing at the Walton Arts Center. We have with us Chris Karsten, who plays Gene Shepard, obviously the narrator of the story. Maisie Van Fleet, who is one of the children, and as I understand, is Mr. Karsten's daughter. That's correct. And Kaylin Rose Sanders, who is also one of the children in the show. It is a delight to have you. Tell me all about being kids on the road. It sounds so exciting. It's very fun to get to meet new people and see new faces on the show and travel to new places as well. I'm guessing this is not your first show. No. How old are you? I'm 11. And how many shows have you done? I've done... Uh, I honestly don't know how many I've done. Wow. Few. You did this last year. You were on the tour yeah. last year. When did you start acting? Um, kindergarten. Oh, wow. And Kaylin, what about you? Um, well, I just really like, as she said, meeting like the new people. It's really fun to like perform for people who haven't seen the show yet. So that's just really fun for me. And this is not your first show either? No, I did this last year too. How long have you been acting? Um, probably since, like, preschool or kindergarten, probably. Wow. Now, see, they're all nice now, but they were just rolling their eyes about having to go to school later today. <laughs> how much do you end up, since one of them is actually yours, how much do you end up being the dad for everybody? Well, um, we're the, we travel, uh, for every child in the show, there's a guardian or a parent wow. traveling with them, you know, so I, these are my charges here. I'm Kaylin's guardian, and Maisie's my daughter, you know, so they both travel with me, and then all the other kids have a parent with them as well. Wow. So there's a full complement of, of uh, caregivers here. So that, ex- that makes your cast how much bigger? Um, so we have 12 kids, there's eight uh, ensemble adults, and then three principals, and then there's 10 or 11 in the orchestra, the crew usually doesn't travel with us, um, there's nine or ten of the permanent crew that travels with our show. And then when, for every venue we go to, we use locals that also help out with stuff. So you know, you've got so. a small town. Yes, we do. We have quite an ensemble together. How long have you been on tour? We opened this year and the first week of November in Sacramento. And you'll finish up? In New Orleans. We close on the 22nd. Oh, do you get to stay in New Orleans for Christmas? Yes, we'll be there right before Christmas, but actually we'll be home for Christmas, so Yay. it's good, yes. So tell me how this show is going to be familiar to people who love the movie and how it's going to be different. Okay. Um, there are a lot of iconic moments from Christmas Story that everybody recognizes. Presumably you have a leg lamp and a Frigile package. Yes, Frigile is there, the leg lamp, of course, the tongue getting stuck on the flagpole, all those iconic moments that people really recognize. Those are all there, but the way we spice it up is aside from it being a live production with a full orchestra or a full sounding orchestra, um, we also add you know the musical numbers to those moments, and some of them really lend themselves to gigantic production numbers like the leg lamp. And you you see the leg leg lamp, you remember the scene, and it, to me it would be fairly easy for creative um, mu- musical types to turn that into a gigantic production number. And that's exactly what has been done. And it works perfectly. Uh, and the, the audiences really eat it up. They love it. 
Um, it's a different experience than sitting in front of your television set on Christmas Day and watching the marathon, but it's just as much fun. How did you get into live theater? Tell me a little bit about your backstory. Well, I was just telling the story at the, the last interview that I conducted. Um, this is number three for the day. Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> We've still got more to go, and we're thrilled to be doing it. We're Anytime thrilled we to can, have you. To, to help you know get the word out and get people to come and see the show, that's what we want to do. But uh, I have a good friend that I've known since first grade, and we had a special kind of chemistry together. We were really goofy with each other. We did a sixth grade talent show when we were in elementary school that really uh, was just a news and weather skit. And there's a lot of unintentionally funny things that happened that we didn't plan on happening. And there was a huge audience response. And when, when you do things and you have that much control, it kind of affects you. And it's like, that was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed that. Well, we ended up going to different junior highs. Then we came together and went to the same high school. And I was doing other things, but he was involved in drama. And he came up to me in the hall one day and he said, why don't you audition for the school play? And I thought about it, and I said, you know, that makes a lot of sense. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I did it. I got cast. What was the show? Uh, it was the night of January 16th by Ayn Rand. And um, I didn't get the lead or anything like that, but it was a, a nice little part for a first time ever kind of doing something like that. And, uh, you know, our, our friendship rekindled there. Uh, I started doing different things. I got more involved in theater and arts. I joined the choir. And, uh, and then he talked me into going to college for for theater because I wasn't sure what I was going to do and it just all made sense it all fit together and I've been doing it ever since there is nothing more powerful than getting someone to laugh at you I know it's, <laughs> it is a lot of fun it is the most fun in the world so what's your favorite moment in the play well my favorite moment is you'll shoot your eye out <laughs> of course it's a big tap number and all of the kids are in it and the shields it's very fun to act out being a snobby gangster in the 19 in the 1940s it's it's pretty fun fun and you know how to tap i assume yes what's your favorite moment my favorite moment is probably um the song when you're a wimp because we're getting bullied and it's just really fun to like pretend to be scared of the bullies like so are the other? Are you guys all a family now? You've been together what, yes. five or six weeks. Yeah. So you all fight like brothers and sisters, yep. and laugh yep. like brothers and sisters. <laughs> Is it hard when it's over? Yes, very hard. Very hard. It's hard for grown-ups. I think it must be harder for kids. It's bittersweet. What do you do when you get home? What's next for you? Um, well, I know that I'm going to audition for um, a play once I get back. But um, I'm not. I'm not gonna do anything once I get home. But um, a few weeks later, I'm probably gonna audition for something. But my sister and my mom are in a play, so I'm gonna go see them. Oh, cool! Where are they in a play? They are in a play in Fresno, California. They're doing Elf. Fun. So you get home in time to see some of them. Yeah. Excellent. And what about you? Well, I'm probably gonna audition for my school play, and then I'm I'm probably gonna go see my sibling, which is in the junior company of Elf. And watch that and watch Elf as well. Fun. So what do you want people to know about this show that if they don't already know? Well, <clears throat> I think they're going to be in for a real treat. It's a different dynamic coming out to the theater and, and, and enjoying a live performance uh, rather than sitting in front of the television set, which is, also has its draw. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I do that myself. I love watching Christmas Story on Christmas Day. It's such a wonderful film. 
Um, but you're going to hear a live orchestra. You're going to see incredible sets and wonderful, colorful costumes and lighting and, uh, and sound and the terrific story. All the things that you remember and recognize from the film are going to be there. And a lot of them are surrounded by these amazing musical pieces that, uh, that really draw you in even more and just make it a more magical experience. You're not old enough, but is there anything in your childhood that you draw on when you're playing Gene Shepard? Sure. I mean, I know I wanted, uh, you know, how Ralphie likes to manipulate everything around him so he can make sure he gets that Red Rider BB gun. I think for me it was a Polaroid camera. And I kept, uh, you know, making subtle hints and suggestions that my, my parents said, that's what I want. And, and I was certainly hoping to get that. And, and I, I got it that day, and it was a, a, a magical experience. So you really remember. Mm -hmm. So just in case Santa listens to podcasts, I don't know. What do you <laughs> want for Christmas? Um, for, I don't really know this year. Um, I don't really mind. But I really want... Um, these shoes I've been wanting for a really long time. So, yeah. Okay, and Santa knows about the shoes, right? I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. What do you want for Christmas? Well, I would really like to finish my collection of Funko Pops. Interesting. <laughs> yes, I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> so how many do you still need? Um, not that many. I, I have a lot at my house. It's from my favorite TV show, and I would like to get to finish my collection for Christmas. Okay, Santa, you're on notice. A Christmas Story continues at the Walton Art Center through Sunday. Tickets start at $40, and it's a great Christmas experience. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us. us.